Hey guys, and welcome in. It's game show news you can use to get you through. I think you did it right. Well done. Congratulations. No, I don't think that. I don't think it's you can use. I think it's just game show news to get you through. Well, look, I don't think it's anything because we're making it up on the spot as we're going along. So this is very true. Well, this is the third episode of this. We do have one more before we come back for the uh, season three big reveal. Um, Mike, how you been? Uh, you know, I've been good. Living life. Going to get my second uh, COVID vaccine tomorrow, or I guess it'll be today when this comes out, but uh, very excited for that. Despite my uh, crippling fear of doctors and needles and whatnot, I'm bearing through for the greater good. Yeah, the greater good, which uh, folks don't know, Mike and I have never recorded this podcast in person, and we will be doing so for the beginning of season number three. It's going to be so great to actually like see you and look into your eyes as I talk about stuff oh. and... I want to look into your to eyes react. too, oh, Mike. I, I meant, you know, human interaction, but uh, I do love you, Tom. So it'll be great. Oh, it'll be great. Thanks, man. Yeah, the, the funny thing is, it's like we've never really been able to see each other for body language and whatnot because, like, we're looking at a cue sheet, we're looking at the recording. You know, you were also buried under a, a, a whole pile of, uh, you know, uh -huh. uh, your your cocoon. So. There's not a lot of, even though it's over a Zoom call that we do this, there's not a lot of face-to-face -face interaction. So this will be very, very interesting. And also, probably will sound a little bit more outside, too. You'll be able to hear that we're doing it outside. Yeah, uh, there might be my air conditioning running and birds and stuff like that. But you know what? Deal with it. Yeah, I don't care. It's going to be a big show. We're going to have a lot of fun with it, and uh, it's going to be exciting. So. Pretty soon, uh, we'll get Christian down here, and the three of us can do it, uh, including the news live in person, too. That'll be great. Well, for now, let's do remote news. Here we go. Hey, guys. It is that time of the week, that time of the week that we've never celebrated before. It's <laughs> press release time. You guys ready to oh, hear boy. some press releases? Wow. Okay, Tom, yeah, Tom we got to go produce some uh, press release music with a little <laughs> like <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, all right. We'll work on that. I'll, I'll make that happen. <laughs> You know what that sounded like all of a sudden? Um, Mike, remember Doug? Remember when they do the news? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that hit me all of a sudden like really, really hard. That was That's a very awesome. vivid memory. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys uh, won't know this but because I'll do it in post-production, but the sounder for Doug's news is now going to be in there. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, so these are two press releases, both of them from NBC Universal, promoting not actual shows yet. They don't have anything recorded. They don't have anything, uh, anything solid to show us, but these are things that are actively being shopped. So, first one, NBC Universal presents the new Concentration. 60 minutes long, an old-school reboot with a modern-day twist. An old-school classic game show that sees two contestants go head-to-head, -head, playing memory-matching games and puzzles and puzzles in order to win cold hard cash. With a hilarious host, for whatever reason, each episode sees the players play three rounds of the classic game, but with a twist. Both contestants are hoping to get to the exciting endgame to win the prize money. The contestants play from various locations, including studio apartments, secret speakeasies, and even mom's basement. What the hell does any of that even mean? Well, it sounds like they're doing it remote. And you play on a virtual background or something, maybe? All right, well, whoever, who's the host then? I mean, what, what are we talking about with the, uh, the hilariousness? Well, again, I don't think they have anybody in mind yet, and there's no, 
Again, there's no set, there's no pilot, nothing like that. But it's interesting that for the first time in close to 20 years, maybe over 20 years, um, that we are seeing a some glimmer of hope at a new version of Concentration, which a lot of old school game show fans really, really, really love. I love it too. I am in the camp of, do we want this? And it's 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 hard, you know. And I thought about it. I tried to compare it to like, I tried to compare it to Star Trek, right? And that do we like like would you as a fan want a new one? But then I realized that that's a whole different universe because classic Star Trek, I would assume, is, is timeless to somebody who really likes it, you know. Yes. Okay. So I I love Star Trek. Mike, go ahead. I was, please. I was I'll let gonna, you go. No, I was all I was going to say is you have opened up a can of worms here, and this new segment is now going to be forty five minutes long. Tom, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to keep it really short, which is hard for me to do when it comes to Star Trek. But um, I am one of the uh, for super ultra apologizing Star Trek. And this also goes forth for James Bond as well. Um, I like them all. And and I know that that's that's tough, but it's like it's also it's also now gone forward for the MCU. People say to me, well, what's the the worst Bond movie? And I'm like, well, there, there really is no worst Bond movie. I mean, I can rank them for which ones I like the best, but it, there's no bad Bond movie, uh, sure. even though there really is. Like, uh, um, there is some Never Say Never Again, which was an unsanctioned Bond movie, was terrible. When it comes to Star Trek, yeah, there's some worse um, Star Trek films or Star Trek series or whatever, but I've seeing them all and I love it and I'm going to like it automatically. It's the same thing with Bond. I'm going to like it automatically just because it's James Bond or just because it's Star Trek. But I think when it comes to game shows that there's a different mentality here. Absolutely. I definitely agree. And I think that the the Bond, this sort of overlapping circle of those two Venn diagrams is the attention to authenticity, right? Like a game show fan and a Star Trek fan or a Marvel fan or whatever. I think they, it, it will have that gut reaction of let's give it a chance and the execution of it will play itself out. I think is, is kind of what I'm getting at here. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? I do. I just think that the memories of certain game shows are so fragile to the people that still hold on to them that, you know, and I feel like especially now that we have so much nostalgia, everybody thinks they want the new concentration, the new whatever obscure 70s game show. Everybody wants a reboot. Everybody wants a new version of it. But I mean... Do they really like once well, you and, see and that's it? That's a very good point, and and the only reason why I don't agree with that sentiment is because that I personally don't have that that sort of fragile memory sort of thing. Um, I think a perfect example of this: RoboCop is one of my favorite movies of all time. When they came out with the remake and they announced it was PG-13. Everybody freaks out, and it's like, oh, this is terrible. Why are they doing this? I don't disagree that that's a terrible decision, and it ruins the spirit of what RoboCop is to not make it a rated R movie. But that doesn't change the fact that RoboCop still exists as the movie, right? So even if you make this new concentration, and the idea of it falls flat on its face and is not successful, I don't like the idea that that 
somehow degrades the past versions of concentration. And I no, don't... and it doesn't. You're absolutely right. It shouldn't at all. But I think the thing is that people romanticize the old versions of these things. So even in ex- so even in an example like RoboCop, I mean that was a product of its time, right? Like for what it was then, it was it was fantastic and it holds exactly. up really really well. Some game shows don't hold up incredibly well. And I don't know that there are so many people that watch TV these days that would understand a game like Concentration brought back in the way that the people who really love Concentration would want it to be brought back. Yeah, you know, I the, think that's, the, that's a fair solution. Yeah, I, I think the other thing to remember here is that we are, we're going to start pushing the limit of the age of the people that are really loving these old game shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the audience is dying off, but uh, hey, guys, the audience is dying off. Well, and that's, you know, it's such an interesting thing that I think about with because a lot of my hobbies are really old things. I mean, cassette tapes, A, but like even old time radio, that's from like the 20s and 30s. I have to be one of the youngest people that's into that demographic. How do people get into this stuff? And so to that point, how do people get into classic game shows? How would the audience for that grow? And so... You know, my nephew who's 16 is going to watch this new version of classic concent or sorry, watch this new version of concentration, have no idea what classic concentration is, and have no frame of reference for nostalgia and thinks it's just a dumb game show. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. It is a fun statistic. If somebody was born the year concentration first premiered on NBC, they would be 73 years old right now. Wow. Okay. And here we go with the audience dying off. (laughs) All right, Christian, what else do you have for us? So the other press release, also NBC Universal, 60-minute show, the new Tic-Tac-Toe. So they're shopping around a new version of Tic-Tac-Toe. This is hilarious and unpredictable game show based on the childhood game of Tic-Tac-Toe. Classic format, reimagining the iconic game show. One contestant outwits a mischievous dragon to take home over $100,000. This is a show that I feel like has more genuine, broad appeal. I could see a really big money Tic-Tac-Toe type thing on in primetime. I, I, I have an easier time seeing that. Wow. Okay. So I was going to make the joke of, all right, Tom, while you're editing it here is easy. You could just take that last conversation and copy and paste it. What, (laughs) what is, I mean, I don't, I, I I understand the idea that at its root, tic-tac-toe is a game that everybody knows, but what about tic-tac-toe is more universally appealing than Rebus puzzles? You could look at a game of tic-tac-toe. I feel like I feel like a person from just about any civilized culture on the planet could look at a game of tic-tac-toe and understand what's going on. And if NBC's endgame is to create programming that makes people look at their TVs, that's probably a more simplistic way to go than something like Concentration. Yeah, but again, I, and I'm, 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 I'm kind of, again, we, we, did, we talked about this. I don't understand the dragon thing. Still don't understand why the dragon's there. <laughs> I don't think I do either, actually. <laughs> I know it's that very it's, arbitrary. It's, it's oh, the, they needed well, something. It was that or a whammy. I don't it's know. It's a whammy. Yeah, it's essentially a whammy. But again, I'm like, all right, they're they're bringing back the dragon. Like, okay, well, maybe the young kids like the dragon. You know, whatever. I don't. I don't know. I I don't see either one of these doing well. And again, nothing, nothing solid yet. It's just, it's interesting that they are reaching way back into their vault and 
pulling out formats that they've owned for years and years and years have done absolutely nothing with. The last new Tic-Tac-Toe was on the air in 1990. The last new Classic Concentration ended in 1993. So it's just interesting that they're going way back and, and, and dusting off these old, you know, these old formats. Real, so. real quick here, Christian, you say both of those are on NBC? Yeah, yeah, NBC owns both of those formats, right. After the quiz show scandals, um, NBC bought the format rights to Concentration and Tic-Tac-Toe and a bunch of other ones because Jack Barry, Dan Enright, owned that company that created both those shows and, and a few others. So essentially they're just trying desperately to compete with what ABC is doing right now. <laughs> I mean, essentially, they're and they're working with what they got. Again, we are in 2021 pandemic television, so we're, sure. let's, let's yeah. see what happens, you know? At the end of the day, I'm excited regardless that we have two more shows coming back for more game show programming. I mean, I'm yeah, I agree. I am excited that they are coming back simply because it uh, gives us another chance to see what does and doesn't work. And if any of them work, then that means we'll probably get more game show reboots later, which I'm always on board for giving a shot. And sure. as long as these game shows come back, we have a podcast. Well, that's very true. <laughs> There's no lack of source material for us. All right, Christian, what else? So let's talk about the Jeopardy guest hosting thing that's been going on because we haven't mentioned it on the show in a few weeks. Um, we have Aaron Rodgers, the football player, doing it right now. Um, right. I think he's doing a great job. His run ends uh, on April 16th. Then we have two weeks of Anderson Cooper, which I'm excited for. Again, way back in the day when the Sony leaks happened and everybody's email at Sony became public, there were conversations between the producers of Jeopardy and Anderson Cooper, not necessarily about becoming the replacement host, but one can assume that that had come up. Up, you know, um, so two weeks of Anderson Cooper and then starting on May 3rd, Bill Whitaker from 60 Minutes. Uh, I believe if I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time we'll ever see an African-American host Jeopardy, which is really, really, really cool. Wow. That's great. I like Bill a lot, too. I, th I think he's going to do a great job. Absolutely. And that's uh, Bill Whitaker from May 3rd to May 14th. And then starting on May 31st, uh, Mayim Bialik. So I, I'm, I'm excited for all these all these guest hosts coming up. I think it's uh, it's been an interesting game just watching all these people try this job. And some of them have done well, some of them not so well. Um, There's been another push for uh, LeVar Burton lately uh, on Twitter from from a lot of different and people. Apparently and he has embraced it now and is like, yeah, yes, like kind of vying for it. Over 220,000 signatures on the petition and counting. And the thing that kills me is they're not giving him a shot for a, like a two-week stink. Come on, guys. Come on. Well, I'll tell you who else is publicly gunning for a position as Jeopardy, at least Jeopardy guest host. Um, you guys know Mark L. Wahlberg from Temptation Island? Yeah. And Roadshow? Okay. A tweet. I like a shot at Jeopardy. I do this for a living. I host game shows. I can't play football. I don't report the news. I'm not a sitcom star, not a doctor. I don't know every answer. I host game shows. I'd be in for that. I got to tell you. I, I wouldn't hate it. it. I mean, all I've ever seen him in is Antiques Roadshow, but whatever. Right. All right, Christian, anything else news-wise? Well, casting has begun for the new You Bet Your Life with Jay Leno. Um, so they are looking for contestants. YouBetYourLife.com is the website where you can find casting information. Buzzerblog did originally report on this a few days ago. And it seems that um, this show is essentially going to be a lot like The Tonight Show with no celebrities. Um, so they're bringing back a lot of old um, Jay Leno bits, like headlines and stuff. Like they're going to do that like on the – I know. That's what I said. They're going to like do it on the show, which I mean <sighs> – 
I don't know. I listen. I was the first to ask. I don't know if I was the first to ask, but one of the first things I asked when I heard about this show becoming a thing was, can Jay Leno be interested enough in regular-ass people to host a game show? He was barely interested in the celebrities that he talked to on The Tonight Show. And it just seems like they're giving they're going to give him crutch after crutch after crutch to make this a, a, a format that he can do. I, I don't know, man. I have no clue. Uh, there, There's a term that me and my wife use from time to time to describe things, and I think it's apt here, and that term is poop soup. Poop soup. Yeah, we have a term in our house when we think something's going to like, how did you feel about that? And it's kind of like mediocre to over easy. We go, and uh, (laughs) yeah, that's how I feel about this one. All right. uh, How about this week in game show history? Well, this week in game show history, we are going back to April 19th, 1969, and the final episode. I'm going to see if you guys can guess the show. The final episode of a series that featured a set three cubes high by three cubes wide, nine famous people Hollywood ans- squares. answering questions, giving bluffs in order to enable two other contestants to play tic-tac-toe using those boxes. What's the show called? Cube 2, Hypercube. Oh. <laughs> I said Hollywood squares. It's Hollywood squares. You know, that's what you might think, but it oh. wasn't. He gotcha. It is Cube 2 Hypercube. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, NBC Saturday Morning used to run a spinoff of Hollywood Squares called Storybook Squares. And what they did was every Saturday morning, they got the celebrities that were on the NBC version. They dressed them up like like famous... nursery rhyme characters and just famous characters from TV. They played the game with kids as X and O and they used to give away toys and cereal and all kinds of stuff. It was a Saturday morning game show. The only chance you get to see these celebrities dressed up as what they were dressed up as. It was uh, like, I mean, it was unbelievable. They had a big castle in the middle of the set where all the celebrities would come out and make their entrance and everything was very like candy dolled up and you know, you know, uh, Mike, I think I remember you talking about this when we did the Hollywood squares. Episode. I do remember briefly, talking about a kid's version i don't think we got into that much detail about it uh i love the idea as cereal as a prize i wish that happened in an adult game show (laughs) (laughs) i wish jeopardy gave away cereal right i'd be on on there right now all right well and and i remember too i want to say that the creators um were such big fans of this uh that they were very upset to see this that he was very upset to see this die Everybody was. Peter Marshall, the original host, did an interview years later, and he just talked about how it was the most fun he ever had doing TV. And, you know, from the few episodes that are on YouTube, you know, I haven't seen them all, of course, but it just looks like such a fun show to do. Hmm. Well, that is uh, certainly a um, blast in the past. There's one that should be brought back. Uh, Christian, what do you think? Yes, let's do let's do the new storybook squares. I'm down. Hey, give it a chance. You never know. (laughs) It's very true. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much uh, once again. Uh, We'll be back in just uh, a week and change, two weeks, I guess, uh, for us to have season number three. And, Christian, you'll be ready for Stump the Chump again? I cannot wait. I am... I can't wait. (laughs) There was was a diary of something coming there. I know there was. I have have a a feeling that the the next word that you stopped yourself on was going to be clench. Now there's an idea for a game show. <laughs> oh boy. All right, thanks so much Kristen. We'll see you again next week. 
All right, once again, uh, thanks so much for Christian and Mike. Thank you. We will be back again next week with one more news, game show news to get you through. And then we'll be back with season number three. Indeed, season number three is creeping up on us. It's going to be a big one, so stay tuned.